Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got to talk about the real stuff right now. Yay. We got to bring it. We're ready to talk racing. And when we want to do that, we bring in our man, Adam Alexander. We missed him last week, but we have him back this week as the boys get ready to rev it up in Darlington. Adam, good morning. Good to be with you guys. How are you today? We're doing fine. Sam busted the TV earlier. I don't know if you were listening. We he just he's all I missed out on that. Yeah, he's all enamored. Well, I tell you what, we can go I down this. I pushed the wrong button. We 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 will go down this road because he's been enamored with what he has seen in Miami this weekend. I know it's not NASCAR, but you know Formula One's down there and they got to race and there's all about boats and fake water and paying ten grand to sit on it to watch a race <laughs> and he's just gone on with that. So you can ask Adam what he thinks well, about. Well, Adam, the thing I was wondering about <laughs> that I know I've seen some NASCAR folk have been down there this week just to get a look at get a look at things and I'm wondering. Are you thinking they're going to bring some of that, some of that back? Possibly, we see with with a, with a NASCAR race in the future. Well, I, I think we are starting to see discussions in the NASCAR world uh, about a street course, and and there were some that anticipated it could be on the schedule this year in 2022. Um, and, and I know there were heavy conversations. Uh, I guess it was about a year ago uh, about that happening in Chicago, and and you know the clash happens at LA in a stadium and and everyone starts to ask, you know, where can we do another stadium race and what's the next level of scheduling as NASCAR continues to go through this transformation. And and I think everyone universally believes that a street course is is the way to go. I kind of feel like the days of spending money on all the infrastructure to build new racetracks is, is gone. We've got so many good ones and we've now reached the stage where you do like what you've done in Miami, you create a course. It allows you to go to any city, any place you want to go. And, and it, it can be a one and done. If it's not a, a success, you've not invested more than, than one trip. And, and so I, I think that's kind of the future. And, and I think the fact that F1 is in the States is a, is a good thing. And the popularity of F1 is a good thing for NASCAR. There was a time when there were all these rivalries within motorsports. If you're an IndyCar fan, you couldn't be a NASCAR fan. If you're a NASCAR fan, you couldn't like F1. If you, if you like dirt, you didn't like NASCAR, whatever. And I think now we're starting to see those worlds merge a little bit, and, and there's a lot of crossover, and, and to me, that's what it's all about. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Adam Alexander from uh, FS1 and from Vox NASCAR coverage. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Adam Number one Alexander. Adam Number one Alexander. Follow up on that. Would we be close to seeing something like uh, the old IROC series come back as we spend more time with the, uh, you know, NASCAR visiting, uh, you know, and then having IndyCar sharing facilities all weekend we had a year ago? Could that be something? Have you heard anybody even talk about that, Adam? Well, and, and you know, last year we had SRX, um, you know, come out, and it was a new thing, and Ray Everham and Tony Stewart were behind that. They'll be back this year. 
and, and you know they got a good TV contract with CBS, so there's tremendous exposure there for them. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you know here's the deal: these TV networks want content, and if it generates numbers, it's worth having. And I know within our Fox family, you look what's happening uh, with the USFL. And, you know, time will tell where that lands in, in the bigger scheme of things. But it's all about content, whether it be motorsports, football, baseball, basketball, college, pro, you know, amateur, professional, you know, whatever it is. Um, I, I think if it can generate a number from a TV perspective and the networks are willing to invest in it, then it becomes a viable option. And so everything is is on the table because of what live sports does right now for the networks. Adam Alexander joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It was just announced the 2022 class for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh Matt Kenseth, you got uh, Herschel McGriff and crew chief Kirk uh, Shelmer Dean. Want to say that properly. Also yeah. Mike Hilton got the uh, landmark award. Of those guys and I mean they may not be household names to a lot of our audience, but if you got a story connected with one of those or any sort of um, memories that you have running up against them that you like to share with everybody? Well, you, you know, you, you know, you're getting old when guys are going in the hall of fame and you basically covered their entire career. And, <laughs> and I didn't necessarily cover the entire career of, of Matt Kenseth. He started racing, you know, and became a prominent name in the late nineties in the Xfinity series. And I really didn't get involved in NASCAR on a full-time basis until 2000, 2001. But when it comes to Matt Kenseth's cup career, I pretty much, you know, saw it beginning to end and, and now he's retired and, and went through a few years away from the race car and he's in the hall of fame. And, and so uh, that that'll start to date you a little bit, but I, I've always had great admiration for Matt. I uh, thought he was a fun guy and, and um, you know, he's quiet was not, you know, one of the, the guys that, um, you know, reached out to the media a lot did his obligations, um, but but was not someone who we, you know, was our go-to when you needed interviews. But but Matt was always accommodating when you needed to do something with him. And uh, you know, when you look at his career and, and the championships, uh, the championship that he won, and the experiences that he had with many different race teams and, and such a high level of success, winning the big races, there's no doubt he was a deserving first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and, you know, Kirk Shelmerdine, although I was not around the sport when he was a crew chief for Dale Earnhardt and had so much success winning those four championships, I had a chance to spend some time with Kirk a couple of years ago. We were doing a big anniversary show at Richard Childress Racing. I think it was in 2019. And that's when I really dug into the numbers and started to learn more about what he meant to the sport and, and working with an iconic driver and, and now, you know, what would be fellow Hall of Famer and Dale Earnhardt. And I realized then, like, man, how, how is this guy not in the Hall of Fame? And, uh, and so I, I think, you know, Kirk, very deserving. And uh, I mean, all those guys are, but, but he's one that maybe was a little bit of an underdog because of his personality right. and didn't get the respect he deserved. And now to see him all in the Hall of Fame is a fitting tribute to a guy who had a tremendous career. And you mentioned Kirk, uh, crew chief for Dale Earnhardt. Before we get into the race in Darlington here, and we mentioned Mike Hilton, who's getting the landmark award for outstanding contributions to the sport. Forgive me if I've got this wrong, but I'm, I, I keep seeing this name, Mike Hilton. Was he the guy who made the announcement, the, 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 the very famous announcement, letting us all know that Dale had passed after that race when he, when he got into the accident? I just remember him somehow very visible 
during that time, and he was the one passing on the information because nobody knew. Uh, do I have that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So Mike was in involved in radio in Bristol, Tennessee, and covered the sport that way. He ran racetracks uh, in NASCAR, and and then got into the NASCAR side of things. Was the president at, at NASCAR, and and he was that guy that just commanded respect. Had such a big presence. And when we lost, you know, Dale Earnhardt in 2001, if, if you go back and, and look at that story, he was the one that, that came into the media center yep. and said so solemnly, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to have to report that after the crash and, you know, at the, on the last lap of the Daytona 500, we've lost Dale Earnhardt. And so, yes, that was Mike Helton. And um, I, I mean, I, I've had many interactions with Mike is, is all, you know, the drivers can tell you unbelievable stories about what he's meant to the history. Um, but, but he uh, is someone that is deserving to be in the hall of fame because of the way he went about his business and, and the leadership that he has provided for NASCAR for so many years. Folks, we're spending time this morning on the wait for it.com hotline with Adam Alexander. He's at Darlington where later today on NASCAR coverage, uh, 3.30 is the start time uh, for the race there. Joey Logano's on the pole. Uh, Kyle Larson outside of row one. Adam, do you watch what's up front or do you check out back in the back? You got Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. Uh, which end of this thing are you start watching from the start? Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. It's good Chase Elliott won last week, right, because that takes a little pressure off um, because starting in the back and in a backup car, you know, will not be a lot of fun because the backup cars now are not what they used to be. You know, these teams don't don't want to use backups. They've got limited practice, and, and one of the reasons we have the schedule we have now is to avoid, you know, having to run a backup car. And, and ironically enough, we saw it with Hendrick Motorsports last weekend when William Byron uh, crashed in practice. They, they went to a backup car, which is basically a parts car, uh, and that's what Chase Elliott will be faced with today. It'll be a challenging day for him, no doubt. I probably would have said he's on the short list coming to the weekend of, of favorites. Now you probably, um, you know, change your opinion of that a little bit. Um, you know, Kevin Harvick, another guy very successful at Darlington. But this means more to, to Kevin Harvick coming from the back just because he does not have a win and doesn't have the cushion over that cut line when it comes to making the playoffs um, that some of the other guys do. So he'll have his work cut out for him today, and, and there will be some pressure on for him to deliver another guy to watch Denny Hamlin you know they had problems in qualifying yesterday he doesn't have a, a great starting spot it's been a, a head scratcher of a season for Denny uh, another guy that's won and that's his safety valve but but across the board they they need to get things going in the right direction and uh, and as I look at the front I mean I, I would look at his teammate Martin Trix Jr. someone that could be strong I think Christopher Bell has performed at a really high level lately he should be another driver uh, to watch today from the Gibbs camp and the Fords were good in, in qualifying. Joey Logano on the pole and, and Ryan Blaney in the top ten as well. Folks need to, folks need to pay attention to this uh, William Byron. He's the guy who won here in Atlanta. But Sam tells me, because we just saw that he signed three more years with Hendrick, he goes, that's Jeff Gordon at work. He said, that, that, that's Jeff Gordon at work there right now. And, and getting this guy locked in for the way, should we be paying more attention to what he's doing? He's got two wins on this season so far. Well, across the board, Hendrick Motorsports. I mean, you know, we mentioned Chase Elliott won last week. Uh, you know, Alex Bowman has a win after winning four times last year. Kyle Larson is the, the reigning champion, won ten times last season. He was able to win earlier this year at California. And William Byron, the only driver from Hendrick that's won twice. You mentioned Atlanta. He also won at, at Martinsville 11 races this year. Five of them won by Hendrick Motorsports. You could make the argument – that they could have won, you know, two or three others. For sure, Byron 
you know, had the best car at, at Richmond. Strategy didn't play out for him. Alex Bowman right there on the final lap at, at Coda, the road course in Austin, Texas. So, I, mean, I got to tell you, they, they have picked up where they left off and, uh, and, a, and a deserving extension for William Byron, who's had a, a great start to the season, was very consistent last year. And, and I, I do think he'll be not only a threat today, but I think as we go throughout the year, he's someone that we'll be talking about deep into the playoffs. Adam, you mentioned the Gibbs Racing Cars. I think this is race number 1,500 uh, cup race for uh, Toyota. For the longest time, we didn't think we'd see a foreign automaker in NASCAR. Um, but 1,500 is what they celebrate today. Well, and, and they've had success because they've put the best drivers in their cars. And, and I think, you know, the guy that comes to mind is, is Kyle Busch. And I think if you talk to the people at Toyota, they're going to say, if, if not for Kyle, we probably wouldn't be, you know, where we are today. I, I wouldn't make a statement and say they wouldn't be in the sport. Uh, that's probably not true. But Kyle has carried the banner and, and carried it well for Toyota you know, really from day one, and I, and I look at, you know, what Denny Hamlin has been able to do at Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, you know, certainly, you know, we talked about Matt Kenseth, who's in the Hall of Fame. He he made a statement over there. Martin Truex Jr. has been outstanding as, as well, uh, his time at, at Furniture Row and, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing. So, across the board, um, they, they have had an incredible run, and, and you said it. Didn't know if this day would, would ever happen, that, that a foreign – you know, automaker would make their way into NASCAR. And not only have they come, they've had tremendous support with one of the great teams in the history of NASCAR and Joe Gibbs racing and enjoyed a, a great amount of success, winning the big races, winning championships and, and putting drivers behind the wheel that undoubtedly are going to be in the hall of fame and, and one, you know, already going there and that being Matt Kenseth. Fantastic. Fantastic. Adam, always great to spend some time with you. Uh, thanks so much for, for checking in with us. I hope we have a great call today. Up at uh, up at Darlington, and thanks so much for joining. Can't us, thank man. you enough, man. As always, thank. All right, thank you guys. Have a great one. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 